Good morning, best mate. How are you today? Good morning, Daphne. I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. It's good to see you again. Good to see you too. So thank you all for joining our Sunday Seedlings. This is our 10-minute health snack. And today, actually, we're going to touch on some of the things that we worked, we talked about last time um, and really more of that move more. So how can we get to moving our bodies a little bit more uh, through our health and wellness journey? So Daphne, you know, some slides for us. I do. And I'm just going to bring those up yeah. right now. Perfect. Uh-oh. There you go. One sec. Let me get rid of my... <laughs> Let me share my window instead of my screen. Oh, that's... Yeah. So no problem. We always... We, you know, this is this is what happens when we go live, but... Um, there we go. But these are awesome. I had a preview to them. So yeah. So we wanted to go back and highlight some of the principles that we talked about when we kicked off the year. And as Vesame said, we want to really focus today on getting active and staying active. And, you know, we when we talk about getting active, please don't think that we're saying go get a gym membership or go to your community center. What we really want to share is how to incorporate moving and being active into your everyday life. And so, Vesame, one of the reasons we actually moved the time is uh, so that because you started a yoga practice, but what does being active mean to you? So active has meant something different to me every single stage of my life. So, you know, and I, and I think that that's holds true for everybody. Um, so active to me may mean something else to somebody else. And as a matter of fact, just an example, you know, it, it, my son had, um, they do these, you know, um, measures at school mm -hmm. in their PE, a physical fitness class. And one was um, around his push-up. So he had to do push-ups mm -hmm. and he was worried that he wouldn't have as many push-ups as everybody. And I made the point to telling him, and I think that everybody listening here should also know that, you know, everybody's fitness level is different. And as long as you're setting a goal and as long as you're working towards that goal, that's progress and that's perfect. And Thanks. so rather yeah. me talk about um, and, and I just want to make, you know, one of my favorite quotes is comparison is the thief of joy. And so yes. you don't want to compare your fitness level to somebody else's because we're all very different. Um, and as long as we're setting that goal, like I said, then we move forward. So, um, so rather us, you know, talk about the opinions of what active means for everybody. I know that, um, we've been reading about the blue zones, uh, and, you know, I, I think that, we talked about the blue zones in episode 11. So for all of our listeners here, if you want to um, head back to episode 11, we have a little bit more detail around that. But, um, but you know, why, why is just incorporating movement and your lifestyle just important? And especially for these blue zones, I know you're going to talk about them in a second, Daphne, but essentially they're areas where people are living their longest lives for various reasons. Yes. And it's not because they're going to the gym and it's not because they're counting their push-ups. So when we talked about the blue zones in episode 11, we talked about Dan Buettner's, well, many of Dan Buettner's books. And if you haven't read the blue zone challenge, I would highly encourage it. This is not a sponsored episode. It's just something that we really believe in. And the blue zones are some of the areas of the world where people live the longest. So there are centenarians in these communities that are 
they're active every single day. So Mm -hmm. it's not that they're lifting weights. It's not that they're running marathons. They include physical activity as part of what they do every single day. So, you know, one of the challenges that I've experienced, and that's me, I don't know about you, especially with COVID, is that I now sit at my desk very, I could sit here for eight, 10, 12 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't actually remind myself to move, or I actually invested in a standing desk, it was just a couple months ago, actually, I waited until over a year into the pandemic to get a standing desk. I could easily sit all day and not move. But how do you incorporate movement into your day? Yeah. So I, you know, it's just setting a schedule that works for you. And, um, and I think that that's important. So what my schedule is, is not going to necessarily work for somebody else, but Mm -hmm. I definitely commit myself to moving at least 30 to to 60 minutes a day. So whether or not you're going to walk um, you know, take a meeting walking around, um, you know, through the neighborhood or if you're working from home, that is, or, you know, taking the stairs, parking a little further. As a matter of fact, yesterday I, I went to the grocery store and everybody's trying to squeeze into these front, you know, lots. And I'm like, no, I'm going to go back because I need to get more steps in. And so, you know, it's just some of those things where incorporating those little bits um, into your overall day really do help with movement. And I think that people will see that once you start, you'll want to make it, you know, you'll, you'll feel a difference, you know? And so I encourage everybody to just schedule some of those little times. It doesn't necessarily have to be that you have to wake up at 5am to do a workout before you start work. It's, you know, incorporating it throughout your day is absolutely something that's important. And I think another important thing, and I know we're going to talk about social connection and and being more connected to others in your community, but find people that you enjoy walking with or even, you know, make a goal of after dinner, getting your family together, getting the dog and walking for five minutes or walking for 10 minutes or walking for 20 minutes. Uh, I, you know, a lot of the people that I work with know that I love walking meetings and partly because I think I think better when I'm moving but it's also an opportunity for us to get up and move. And a lot of times we accomplish more by simply walking for 30 minutes during a meeting and then maybe coming back and having the next 30 minutes sitting at the computer. Uh, So you, you can incorporate movement into every day. And if you are back-to-back meetings, because that does happen. So Mm want to be mindful where you do have to stay in your office or at in front of your computer. You know, I encourage just doing some stretches or standing or investing in that standing desk. Again, we're not sponsoring any specific brand here, but, you know, just getting that movement. Sometimes I elevate my computer and I make sure that, you know, I'm standing a little bit or, um, you know, just to stretch it out and, you know, I know we were talking about this um, the other day, Daphne, but remember when we would fly often and they would have in the seat back pocket, they would have ways, you know, yoga stretches for while you're sitting on the airplane. I mean, some of those things you can incorporate. And I know that we had that um, in our initial post around forks over knives. Um, Some of the stresses that really are, excuse me, stretches that really can be stress relievers also throughout the day and do them while you're seated at your desk. Yep. And chair yoga is a real thing. And so I included in the link some desk stretches. And and these are things that you can do sitting in your chair so that if you have an office with glass walls, you don't necessarily have to feel like everyone's looking at you and you're doing something strange. But 
take a look at this link. And if there are even one or two stretches that you can incorporate into your day, it's just another way not only to move, but also to help relieve some of that stress that you get either in your shoulders or in your neck or just from sitting at the computer and working doing it right in, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, sorry. My shoulders. I, I don't mean to stress you out. <laughs> no. But the um the other thing I put on here, and it's something again, if you're thinking about social connection or if you're thinking about how to give back, is this concept of plogging, or I, I think I coined a new term, uh, plogging, um, which is picking up litter while jogging or picking up litter while walking. So if you're able to have a small group of people and definitely adhering to social distance guidelines in your community, but you can have an opportunity to engage with your community members, maybe pick up some litter that may be around your community while you're walking and have an opportunity to socialize. So combine community service along with moving and being physically active and connecting with others. I love that. Yeah, Yeah. that's great. Plocking. We'll have to check on that word. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be in the dictionary. (laughs) That's okay. We made one up. (laughs) It's a good one. But I mean, the one question I get asked a lot, and I know we've had a lot of conversation about this in the past is, so how much do I need to exercise? And that's me. I think you hit the nail on the head, which is it doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. I would love it if people would just start wherever you are and just move a little bit more. And it could be walking the stairs instead of taking the elevator or maybe parking at the far end of the grocery store parking lot rather than parking right by the door. Yeah, absolutely. All of those little bits do count up and add up Mm -hmm. to your daily activity. Yeah. Oh, and one other thing, Vesemi, and I know your boys are very active, so um, it may not be as applicable, but just reminding people that our kiddos need to be busy too. Um, I don't have kids myself, but I, I do want to make those of listeners who have children or grandchildren or nieces and nephews that it's important for our kids to be active and it's important for you to be a role model of being active because it's something that they will see as a normal part of life and they'll adopt and incorporate into their daily living as they get older. That's really important, Daphne. And as a mom of three boys, um, they are very active. You know, soccer is our sport, but we want them to try different things. But also soccer isn't necessarily every day, every minute. Um, You know, they do get electronic times. And I get asked this often with, you know, how long are your kids on electronics? And I basically say, look, I'm not going to tell you how long my kids are on electronics because it's a balance. Mm -hmm. So some days they may be longer than others because, you know, it's rainy outside, but we'll do activities within indoors as well. And so it's just, it's just important to keep and maintain a balance and making sure that they do remain active because, you know, it, it, as amazing as technology is, as we are here, you know, use utilizing this technology and the gaming industry is huge. And these kids are, you know, love it. It's great. iPads, you know, tablets, things of that sort. 
They're all very convenient, but there's definitely a time to just set those down and make sure that, you know, they are getting physical activity and eating right as well, just for their overall health and wellness, because it does start at, at a young age. And those are wise words. And I know your boys are healthy and you and, and Marty have been great role models for them. But just like we want to make sure and encourage people to have an exercise snack, we're coming to the end of our 10-minute health snack for today and hoping to encourage you to move more. But did want to just put in a word in for setting SMART goals. And if you are not moving much today and you want to set a goal, I would encourage you to do a goal that's specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. And that's what SMART means. But more importantly, it's a goal that you can achieve, and it's a goal that is important to you. I love that. I love that, Daphne. So yeah, your health is your greatest asset. Thank you all so much for joining us today. We are a little bit over our 10 minutes, but I think um, the information that we shared is super helpful. And so I'm hopeful that you gain a little bit of information from this and use it in your own life and your health and wellness journey. Um, Our next episode is going to be focusing on really loving more and that social connection. And um, it will be aired on February 13th. So how... Uh, timely right before Valentine's Day. So thank you all so much for joining us today. We hope you have a wonderful day, afternoon, and week. Be well. Take care.